Thank you for listening to the FCS Podcast with your hosts, Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. Here on the Believe Podcast Network, do you believe? Thursday episode of the FCS football podcast. I am Sean Anderson, joined by... I can't believe you just did that. I'm leaving that in, by the way. <laughs> joined by Pure Chaos, Joe DeLeon. Now, you may not know this about him, but he has an iron deficiency. I don't have an iron deficiency. <laughs> Are you sure? That's, a, that's slander and libel. Uh, the, <laughs> Defamation. Because in the last episode, uh, it was noted that he had some uh, respiratory issues. <laughs> and he had to... I'm excuse- still sick. He had to excuse himself to go get a bottle of water and some peanuts. <laughs> yeah. Pe- I was suffering. <laughs> peanuts. I was lightheaded. <laughs> in which he just spit all over the floor. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> this is my favorite opening. It's my favorite. You're just adding to the debris on the ground. In the studio at the University of Rhode Island, uh, which Joe claims is our studio, even it though is. it is a communal space. Joe, why do you consider it our studio, even though it is a communal space shared by all students uh, who want the opportunity to record and do their own things creatively? I can't think of a single person who spent the more time than us. I've probably spent more time here than in my own bed. That's an over exaggeration. That's an over exaggeration. Yeah, that's an over exaggeration. But still, here, let me get a couple of peanuts. No, you can't. Let me get a couple. Let me get a professional show. No, you were just eating during. You were just. Let me get a couple. All right, Joe. So it was noted in the little segment posted on Twitter by I Believe Podcast Network that you were unhappy with that they included your own knowledge of what a Saluki is. Oh, we're not good. Come on, so don't do that I'm to giving me. you redemption here. No, it's For just... the four teams in our UU Games of the Week, uh, I'll give you the redemption to go and list off what their mascots are and, you know, You want me to are. do that right now? Go ahead, yeah. Bison. Bison. Okay. Aggies. Oh, yeah. Wildcats and Tigers. That, that was easy. I knew they were the Salukis. I just didn't know what a Saluki was. Right. And I sounded like an idiot when I went, what the hell is a Saluki? <laughs> You don't have any beef with with uh, no no the production team no no they do a wonderful job of promoting with it promoting us he's pretty good yeah they are what brand cars cars what all right can you get to the damn <laughs> get to the damn point what do you mean get to the point I'm just saying I was okay. leading into our our games of the week here I mean some peanuts I mean it's just a, a this is how it's I handle casual. a Thursday show is this uh. <laughs> <laughs> is this one of the uh, rejected segments? No, Eating what, peanuts and talking. Uh, we do have a new <laughs> segment for you. Uh, stick around to the end of the show to hear our rejected segments of the week. Why is your show so much more relaxed? Like mine's just We've like, started like ah, information, 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 and you're just we're, we're getting to a lot of information. But I like to no, start just, a little more yeah. relaxed. Yeah, the rejected segments of the week because Joe and I care deeply about this show and the listeners. We are constantly trying to improve ourselves and find. Different parts of the show and different things we can improve on and maybe add some stuff, but a lot of that stuff is garbage. So we're going to go over 
some of the rejected segments that we said just can't be on the show. Just yeah, we're going to do it at the end, right? We're just going to list the names of them. You guys can just get a little behind the curtain. Yeah. Now, Joe, to start here, we were de- dealt a doozy of, of games last week. Uh, they both panned out. I did I, I did also call that Delaware would be tough with them until the third quarter. They were. You said it didn't count in the pick em. It's okay. I didn't think they were that close with This them. week, we have... Another North Dakota State game versus UC Davis, and another with another CAA matchup here with Villanova and Towson. Now, we'll start with UC Davis uh, versus North Dakota State, just because, you know, it's the one seed and the four seed duking it out. Now, let's just get right into it. The keys to victory for North Dakota State, I see that you have a mouthful of peanuts, so I'll start the O-line play for North, North Dakota State needs to hold up. They have a very solid offensive line. They can always recruit well out of the Midwest, just like they always have been. They get the big guys from the Badlands to come up there and protect the quarterback. They have to get off to – or they the UC Davis has a good front seven. You have to keep playing up to your standards on your front five. I can't stress this enough, but this game is going to be a shootout. But that being said – North Dakota State needs to come out hot and have a very quick start to this game. Putting up a couple touchdowns, I'd say, within the first five minutes would dictate a hot start. But the reason why I say that is that their defense is a lot better than UC Davis's. So if they can already build a quick lead before UC Davis can go, oh, what the heck's going on right now? How are they getting on the board so quickly? Before they can recuperate, they need to get ahead of them and and cause them to, to play catch up the whole game. Right, get them to ditch their initial game plan yes. as soon as possible. Now, for UC Davis, I'll start it off again here because I like doing that. I think Chris Vaughn needs to have another two-touchdown game because North Dakota State's going to notice that Carson Crawford had a really good uh, receiving game for uh, UC Davis last last week. So if Vaughn can still be a steady second option or just it's not like he's even a second option because they're both very good receivers and they can both play to each other's strengths, but he needs to have another big impact game because I think Crawford is going to um, attract a lot of the spotlight. This is a very specific key to victory. I like it. But third down efficiency is very, very important for UC Davis. Their third down efficiency this season is not great. 36.7%, that's not a great number. That means a third of the time, you only a third of the time you're converting on third down, which you're not going to win a lot of football games doing that. On offense. Yes, on offense. Okay. They're facing a North Dakota State defense that is only allowing 28.2% of third down conversions to be converted. So you need to find new creative ways to move the ball on third down and get yourself out of those third and long situations so they're a lot easier on you. I understand Jake Mayer is very talented and he can stretch the field, but you can't rely on him, and you can't put yourself in these third-down situations because I can guarantee you North Dakota State will dominate early and easily if you're getting stopped on third down. It's just it's going to happen. It's a guarantee. It's the biggest play of the game, and these two, the two, the disparity between the success rate on these two statistics is so vast that it, something needs to click, and they better have worked on third down for, you know, you know how Tuesday, Wednesday practices go. Tuesday, first and second down. Thursday, uh, Wednesday, third down. Uh, Thursday, a lot of the uh, a healthy mix between the two. Between the two, if you're going into a game with North Dakota, North Dakota State, you better be working on third down for half of Tuesday, all of Wednesday, half of Thursday. 
I bet you Dan Hawkins is concerned about this, who's the head coach of UC Davis. But uh, you better be concerned about that because this is a team, a defense that is very, very good at taking advantage of opposing offenses' weaknesses. So you need to find a way to fix that, fix it quick. Otherwise, it's going to be a very, very long day for the Aggies. Now, the second game, Joseph, a CAA matchup. Uh, For the four years we've been here, when these two teams play, it's always been just electric. Villanova and Towson are going to be battling it out this week. And we're going to give you the keys to victory here. Uh, Joe, I'll let you start this one off because you seem to be really inundated with this with this matchup. For Villanova, a very important note here is that you cannot turn the ball over against this defense. We watched Towson get four picks against Maine and Chris Ferguson. If you turn the ball over against a defense that has nine turnovers in three games, you're going to put yourself out of this game because this Towson offense led by Tom Flacco is electric enough to take advantage of those opportunities and they will put up another 45 points on you. Now, if you look at Villanova, though, they are very, very productive on the ground. They're averaging 242.7 rush yards per game, which is a very good statistic. And it also kind of helps that Towson is allowing 169.3 rush yards per game. So leaning on your run game, keeping the ball out of the hands of Daniel Smith and out of the air will be very, very helpful for you. And you could have an A.J. Hines-type day for this running back group for Villanova. That run game for Villanova, I mean, it's leading the CAA, so they just need to keep on running that rock yeah. really well. Yeah, My key to victory for Villanova, DBs need to play fast, especially with having to deal with speedy Towson players. You don't need to play reckless defense, but you need to play swarm defense and contain Towson within, not the hash marks, but you can't let them get the outside. Because if they break into the outside, they're going up the scene for six. That's just how they play. So Villanova DBs have to keep on playing at the level that they have been playing at. Because, I mean, they've been stellar all season. The Villanova defense has been locked down. But you've got to play fast. You, you just ha- you can't be too patient or passive with Towson because Flacco, he, he has the potential to carve you up, and their offensive coordinator is good enough to find the holes. So you have to you have to just fly with them. Luckily for Villanova, they do kind of get a bit of a break here because of Shane Simpson not being in this game and not playing. Obviously, he's out for the year, which we touched upon in the Tuesday show. So you have one less guy to worry about. It makes things a little bit easier for them. So you need to find ways to shut them down and keep those playmakers from moving the ball. Right. And for Towson, is there any or for Towson? Yeah. I was going to find a a way to mix in worry about, but what's your key to victory for Towson? Well, any Villanova team that is good and is doing well has a very good tendency to get after the quarterback efficiently and generate a lot of sacks. So this team is no different than that, and they really do get get after the quarterback very well. I believe the number is eight sacks so far this season for them. So you just need to do a good job of protecting Tom Flacco because – He's a good quarterback if his, if his pocket's clean and you just got to allow him to make his throws. Otherwise, if their defense is making plays with their pass rush and, and, and putting him on the ground or even at least causing some fits for him by getting some hands in his face, you know that's going to make, make it a long day for this, this Towson offense that is capable of putting up a lot of you know big and gaudy, big and gaudy numbers. In general, this is a middle-of-the-line defense, but their biggest strength is obviously their pass rush. Right. And you know, Flacco's not the tallest quarterback in the in the no, he's five nine. Yeah. So if you can get those big hands up for, for Villanova, you can possibly get a deflection that'll throw off the rhythm of the offense. Just 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 football. 
Uh, the key is to uh, victory for me for Towson. You have to do the little things right to win this game because Villanova is hot. That when you're facing a hot team like that, you have to make sure you're disciplined not only on the key components of offense and defense and calling the plays and blitzing at the right time. It's the little things. That's winning on special teams. It's having fewer penalties. It's controlling the pace of the game how you want to play, just like in basketball, uh, almost. You just have to find a way to keep yourself in a rhythm while getting the uh, the Vill- Villanova out of their rhythm. I think that's how you shut down a hot team where you throw them something where even if they're uh, even if they're getting scored on, they're still finding a groove which they can adapt on. So get them out of a rhythm and be disciplined. Yeah, both these teams are hot, so this is going to make for a very very good matchup. I don't think it's similar to the main Towson matchup last weekend. This game is going to be a very close one. Now, now that we prepped you, you know, for the for the key marquee FCS matchups, we'd like to. You know, give you a couple things, you know, keep your eyes open couple for. Things. Couple things. Keep your eyes open for, you know, a couple your, possible upsets. Is this a really poor New Jersey Italian <laughs> accent? I was just, I don't know, I was just going with it. God. Uh, Joe, you want to give, <laughs> give your upset watches? My upset watch, and you better be watching out for this one here, is oh God. not as big as my second one, but Lamar versus 21 Southeast Louisiana. I still don't think Southeast Louisiana is a top 25 team, so... Lamar might be the first team to knock them off here and get a victory against them. Now, my second one, Sean, this one I am eyeing and I am very, very curious about, and there's a good shot of this. The FBS Slayer already, Central Arkansas, who beat Western Kentucky, might have a good chance of beating Hawaii this weekend. The Rainbow Warriors. The Rainbow Warriors. And we all know Hawaii's never been good. They always find ways to lose to smaller and lesser opponents, and I don't think Central Arkansas is even a lesser opponent in this situation. I tell you, as we touched upon, I mean, I think Central Arkansas is going to give Hawaii as much of a as much of a fight that they want. They're not gonna they're not gonna bow down just because they have to go on a plane. They'll be fine. I think I'd be excited to go to Hawaii. What's the money line on that? I don't know. We can't talk about that, Sean. Oh, heyo. <laughs> hey at NCAA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just wondering, you know, just just a, you know, just a, a passive Don't observer. Stop. <laughs> That's all I am. I'm cutting you off. <laughs> <I'm> just stop. <laughs> stop. I'm just an observer. All right, I'm taking the lead here for okay. the last little bit of the show. We have two more. We have a little more after. We got a little bit more, okay. but this are my my new segment that I have created and 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 nurtured, and that is your favorite FCS game show, FC Estimates, where we do our game picks, where we pick the outcomes of games. Off the top of our heads, gut reaction, quick take, giving you what we think it's going to be. And Sean, thank you for giving me the wonderful reactions and the outcomes of last week's games. We're going to go away. Quick tally running through Delaware versus North Dakota State. We were both correct on that one with North Dakota State winning. Eastern Washington, Jacksonville State. I got that one wrong, so Sean two for two. Joe one for two. Sam Houston State, North Dakota Sean, two for three. Joe, two for three. Both got that one right. Sanford Wofford, two for four. Across the board, Sean and Joe. Towson, Maine. Sean got that one wrong. Sean, two for five. Joe, three for five. Kennesaw State, Alabama State, three for five for Sean. Joe, three for five. Sean got that one right. I got that one wrong. Eastern Kentucky, Indiana State. I got that one right. Sean got that one wrong again. Three for six for Sean, four for six for me. Duquesne, Youngstown State, three for seven, five for seven for Joe, pulling ahead and creating that big gap in picks. Houston Baptist, South Dakota State, Joe, five for eight. Sean, three for eight. That is disgusting. And then finally, Abilene Christian, 
Central Arkansas, Sean, four for nine. Joe, six for nine. Now you want to give us a percentages, Sean, because you did the wonderful math. The weekly totals, Sean, four for nine, forty-four percent. And for Joe, weekly total six for nine, sixty-six percent. The yearly total, <laughs> Sean, twelve for twenty-seven, forty-four <laughs> percent. And Joe's yearly total, 18 for 27, 66%. It's not even close at this point. You need, it, like, a... It's sig- week three. You need... Yeah, but the amount of game I'm picks we've now. done... The amount of game picks we've done, <laughs> you need, like, a an immaculate run of getting things right, and I just need to forget what I, like forget how to pick games because I'm amazing at it, and if I end up forgetting, maybe you'll get a chance of uh, making some kind of a poor comeback. This is Joe's strategy for picking the games. I'm going to go with the uh, the ranked team or the chalk favorite every time, but I'm going to throw in one upset pick to make it seem like I'm doing this unbiased. You know, doing this not Screw chalk. You. I That's know, I know, what I'm doing. I know what you're up to. Okay, I just, I know you're. You bit. know what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This week's picks for game for week four, giving you. The games, and we're going to pick the outcomes. First one, right off the bat, Monmouth, Montana. Monmouth played well last week, but they're not going to beat Montana. I'm picking Montana. Montana giving it to the Grizz. Lamar, Southeast Louisiana. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? I'll take it, Southeast Louisiana. I'm picking my upset here, Lamar. Norfolk State, Montana State. Give me the upset, Norfolk State. Really, Montana State. This is why you're bad at it, Sean. <laughs> Eastern Washington, Idaho. Oh, here we go. Um, Eastern Washington. Idaho. Northern Arizona, <laughs> Illinois State. Gosh. Uh, Northern Arizona. Illinois State. Cornell Marist. God. Marist. Throwing a curveball at you. The New York teams. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cornell. Penn, Delaware. Jeez. Delaware. Yeah, Delaware. Davidson Campbell. <laughs> what? Davidson. Davidson. Moorhead State, Murray State. Give me the racers. Murray State. The Racers. I'm going to go with Murray State here, too. Northern Arizona, Illinois State. Northern Arizona, Illinois State. What well, think I, about what you've done. <laughs> what? Think about what you've done. What you've just, just done. What did I just do? Just think about it. Go Nor- ahead. Northern Arizona, Illinois State. No, no, no. Just go ahead. Read up five bullet points. Just think about what you just did. Did I skip? Oh, I wrote it twice. <laughs> no, no, no. I wrote mine. <laughs> I wrote mine, and then I asked you to pick up a couple because I was getting the picks from last week. All right. Sorry. I didn't read. <laughs> I can't. I don't read. <laughs> uh, I knew I should have thrown in another Ivy League game in there. Gosh. All right. I Harvard. You oh, this is off the top of my head. Harvard, San Diego. Oh, are they really playing each other? Yeah, I oh. hope so. <laughs> what do you mean you hope so? <laughs> well, then it's just a random... Oh, San game. Diego. <laughs> uh, San Diego. Actually, no. I'm going San Diego. Thank you. All right, take it away, Sean. Now, we have two more segments left. This one, we have replaced it uh, from Rusty's Corner to Kwame's Corner. I'm still so sorry. <laughs> Kwame's Corner is our social media interactions. Uh, We did get a good amount uh, this past week, uh, specifically from Mr. Kwame Curtis, who has now gotten himself the naming rights to said (laughs) corner. (laughs) It was a good week. Um, I I do also appreciate Davey D. It it doesn't look like an I. It doesn't look like an L. 
uh, we were getting some good run this week, uh, especially from the Division One AA Double Down. Uh, we were happy that that caused a little bit of a, enough to get you on Twitter and uh, tweet at us. Just appreciate you. We want to shout you out. And uh, basically, I think how we're doing this, best listener, most interactions, whatever it is, is yeah. going to get the corner right now. Yeah, whoever uh, piques our interest the most and uh, we feel the most um, loved by, we will name the segment after right. them each week. Kwame, it's yours to lose. Yeah, and so uh, we'll, and, we'll, and we'll keep track of streaks too. So this is week one of Kwame's corner. Uh, and whoever has the longest streak at the end of the season will acknowledge it. Please beat Rusty. Yeah, Ru- Rusty's doing Rusty a little slow right now. Just disappointed us completely. Yeah. Okay, and now we're gonna start. Uh, we're gonna finish this off with our brand new segment, rejected segments of the week. Uh, like I said earlier, just giving you a little behind the curtain uh, knowledge as to what we do for show prep and what we think about. Uh, first segment of the week: playing cards on air, whether it be go fish or rummy, maybe. Some other, or maybe war. One of those. I think that's what we were discussing. I, I think we'd have to do a game like Rummy, where it's just a lot of slapping, grabbing <laughs> the cards, no talking. I, no, I'm not a fan of Go Fish. Go Fish is a stupid game. Okay, for uh, children like you. Another rejected segment of the week, uh, which was offered up by Mr. Joe DeLeon. No, it wasn't. Which FCS? Is it, why are you no, gonna lie? They can't <laughs> tell. skip this one. <laughs> which FCS fan base has the least amount of teeth on average? Why that was you, rejected. Why did you have to do that? <laughs> I the next you. rejected segment, five minutes of vocal warm-ups, as proposed by me. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need it. No, I think we should let people p- d- decide who, who came up with oh, it. Okay. Oh, I like that bit. <laughs> but okay. thanks for putting throwing for, me under the bus. <laughs> for the last three, that's uh, not bad at all. The last three, we'll let you guys, you know, interpret who did these. FCS Food of the Week, where... I guess it's finding a food served by <laughs> FCS fans or, or made by them. Maybe someone will send us some food. Easily rejected. <laughs> the boomer meme of the week. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of those. <laughs> there are a lot of those. That one, <laughs> that one is still in a little bit of contention for being, I, I don't know how we're going to do it. Maybe we'll just post it individually as our FCS boomer memes of the week. <laughs> and finally, people guess who... Is picking the is picked this one uh, a weekly why Joe doesn't respect me. <laughs> I wish I came up with that. <laughs> or what so, did it should be? What did Joe t- do to disrespect me today? Right. That should be. It's or, about a daily occurrence. Yeah. But those are your rejected segments of the week. Just letting you know it could be worse. <laughs> or at the end of the show, we should end it. And I just thought of another good one. Oh, let's hear it. We should end. Uh, let's see if he gets with, rejected. Did uh, Did Sean pack a lip during the <laughs> no, show? No, no, we want to. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> I yeah, almost did. I called you uh, out for it. I was last just week. messing with you. I was just messing with <laughs> no, you. You weren't. You were making fun of me. I, I you almost ruined FC estimates. Oh my gosh. You think you can? You think you can mess me up like that? You think you could just? I'll just let. I'll I just let you do it yourself. <laughs> I'll just let you. I do. yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, no one else can bo- mess me up, but I will just constantly create barriers and hey, roadblocks Joe, for myself they could tell if i were to do that by the way they'd be able to tell <laughs> just hear the occasional spit <laughs> so just by the way uh that last segment proposal rejected rejected yes rejected okay so let's wrap it up and as always i'm gonna leave it to joe de leon to do the housekeeping uh no i think sean's gonna do it joe all right follow us on twitter <laughs> at joe de leon and at sean anderson 65 Feel free to send us messages. Uh, feel free to let us know what you're thinking about FCS football or what you think about our show. Give us some feedback 
Also, be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you're listening to us. And if you happen to just stumble upon us, make sure you're also... Uh, sorry, <laughs> I, I completely botched that. <laughs> if, where, if you just stumble upon us, you can find us wherever you can listen to a podcast, particularly Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, iHeartRadio, you name it. In addition to that, you can find us on the Believe website, uh, Believe.com. Also, follow them on Twitter, at Believe, B-L-E-A-V, podcasts. Check out a number of their other wonderful different shows. Have a wonderful rest of your day, folks. <laughs>